Hi, and welcome back. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this is Two Sober Chicks. We should learn how to say that in another language, like Dosa Sober Chiquitas. <laughs> <laughs> Just swish it up a little bit. Okay. Like, ses- like Sesame word Street. for sober. Let me Google that right now, Look actually. it up. Google it. Um, speaking of looking things up, I was given uh, a gift the other night from my friend Karen, my bestie, the little big book dictionary. Because your bestie, Sharon, had mentioned this yes. book. So Karen picked up a couple copies. So today's topic is forgiveness. So in this little dictionary, it says, uh, forgive to excuse for a fault or an offense, a pardon, to grant pardon without harboring resentment, let an offense pass without punishment. I like to grant pardon without harboring resentment. I like that. Makes a lot of sense. It's good. Okay, just as an aside, the Spanish word for sober is sobrio. Sobrio. Dos sobrio chiquitas. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our Spanish (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Okay, that's just my little bit of OCD. No, not OCD, ADD. ADD. Okay, so forgiveness. All right. So, um, this forgiveness is like one of the the biggest gems that you guys taught me in AA because we know that resentment is the number one killer of alcoholics because that's the number one reason we drink and what's the antidote to resentment is forgiveness forgiveness right and in the words of Oprah who I actually don't like but she says a lot of wonderful things yes I know Oprah listens to our podcast so (laughs) sorry Oprah (laughs) I just about spit my tea out um if you're listening Oprah it's all good yep not everyone can like you. That's right. Julie doesn't like you. I happen to like you. Okay. So there you so go. So Oprah once said that forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. Oh, wow. And I really love that. See, that's profound. It's very good. It's and, accepting, yeah. as we learn in this program, that things are what they are and we can't change them. That's right. And so forgiveness for me has a lot to do with that. But when I had to make my list of amends, sorry, well, before that. So I had my list of resentments. Mm-hmm. And then when my we got to my list of people that I was going to make amends to, she had me go to my list of resentments. And I was like, what? Like, how dare you? This is my list of resentments. I don't know what you heard, but I don't know how I'm supposed to get amends from resentments. That's right. I don't and know what, what she, you heard. Well, what she told me, and this is what... In a moment, literally, and it was like a divine intervention, aha, epiphany, whatever you want to call it. In a moment, my whole world changed. Wow. Because what she said was, and this is specifically around my parents. And if you're listening, mom and dad, (laughs) just throw Oprah, mom and dad in all there. It's all good. Um, (laughs) Change the channel. (laughs) Mom and dad change right now. Go get a coffee. Um, Because I had a lot of resentment against my parents. And I had a lot of resentment against my sister, for example. Mm -hmm. Not, And so what my sponsor said was I want you to look at those people and I want you to imagine what it's like to be their daughter what's it like to be your sister and all of a sudden what's it like to be your wife what's it like to be I went oh shit because I saw myself through their eyes and their experience Mm -hmm. and I realized a with my sister I didn't have a resentment against my sister my sister should have a resentment against me Mm -hmm. and my sister's nine years younger than me, so I was like a second mom to her for a long time. And so what I realized with my sister is that it was never about her. 
and that actually she should have resentments against me, which helped me make my amends to her. Mm-hmm. But with my parents, it did two things for me. It made me look at them as human beings, not just mom and dad. And yes. then I got to look at them as who they were as people and realize they have a story. They did the best they could. Would any parent be enough for me or the perfect parent for me growing up? Probably not. And is there such a thing? I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't think there is such a thing. I don't think that's part of the deal. No. I don't think we're supposed to get the perfect parents for us because I don't think then that would enable us to do the work we need to do while we're in these bodies on this planet. I don't think there is a perfect human being on the planet. Yeah. So how could there be a perfect parent? There was at one time, but we won't discuss religion. <laughs> 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 You're funny. <laughs> My Jesusly friend, Julie. I love him. <laughs> I'm going to call you JJ for short. <laughs> I love him. So, yeah. And getting, so that helped me all of a sudden flip into amends. Mm-hmm. And it helped me forgive, which was like, it was like pulling the ripcord. It was literally like I'm skydiving through resentment and anger. And all of a sudden I pulled the ripcord and it pulled me way up into the atmosphere above all of it and released me from it. And then I could just free fall through life with like no, I don't know what you call it, resistance. That's amazing. It was amazing. Julie's a fast learner, what I would call a fast learner. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have that moment. I would, yeah, I didn't have it like that for me, for sure. Took me a long time to understand uh, resentment and forgiveness and um, the give and take between the two of them. Um, Forgiveness for me too has a lot to do with um, letting go of self, letting go of expectation, wanting things to be differently, um, self-centeredness, thinking that things should go the way I think they should. Um, Mm. So like, you know, you talk about the parent issue, you know, parents not behaving or being the way you think they should I love that you found um, you looked at them and said what is it like for them to be my parent and you found the humanness in it mm-hmm. and I had a friend give me a great piece of advice not too long ago when I was going through a, a challenging time around forgiveness um, to forgive someone for um, an atrocious thing that had happened between the two of us and um, It was very challenging and very difficult to get to that point and I struggled with it for many years and I guess maybe in that moment something shifted for me because and I I don't know where she came up with this I think that's one of those um, divine moments where something greater speaks through you Um, because she said something that changed my perspective and my life in that moment and I felt free Mm. in that moment And she said, connect to the human frailty within that person that you feel wronged you. Mm. That they are human too. And just like you've made mistakes in your life and the amends that you had to make and how you would hope people would accept your amends, see that in this other person. Connect to that human frailty that is in the both of you. Mm. That they made a mistake. And then also think about how horrible this mistake was and how difficult it would be to own up to that Mm. how difficult it was for me to make amends to people for bad behavior when I was drinking Um, you know being unfaithful um, or just being disrespectful in a relationship like not getting what I wanted I remember saying to my my girlfriend Lisa one night when we were out and I was drinking heavily um, and I didn't feel that I was getting enough attention so I said well so-and-so says she wants to make out with me and she said go ahead she didn't mean go ahead she was hurt and angry and pissed off that I would that I would say that 
And so I did. <gasps> and then later I said, but you said I could. Oh my God. So disrespectful. Right. So that was definitely um, part of uh, major amends. Like I call it the mm. Lisa series that I had to give. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot that I had to make amends yeah. for with her. And that was just one of them. So, and, and luckily for me, I mean, you never know how amends are going to go and if someone is going to forgive you. And they might not. Yes. And that can't be um, your modus operandi. That can't yep. be your your hope for the yeah. end result. Yeah. Maybe we should talk a little bit about that and forgiveness. Yeah. And how to do an amend. Like there's, it, there's, I believe that the amends we do in the program are different than the amends outside of the program. And what I mean by that is in the program, it's going to them and making your amend, which is like, I'm sorry for this, this, and that. Then it's, have I missed anything? Yeah. And then I believe very strongly in the last part, which is what can I do to make it right? Or what can I do to make it better? But in a personal relationship, I would say something like, please forgive me, which we, I can, we can't do that in the program because it's not about us. But I, I find it a very vulnerable and wonderful thing saying, please forgive me or forgive my behavior. And not like you must, but like it's a different way of asking for it. But we can't yeah. do that in our amends. I don't believe it's appropriate, which is why I didn't agree with that to get rid of our guilt. Oh. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> no, that's a hard no for me. Yeah. But, you know, just like we say throughout this podcast that these are our own thoughts and feelings. We don't represent any organization or yes. institution. We're not saying that what um, a treatment center, if they propose that or Hazleton, that they're wrong we're just saying that maybe that's not in agreement it's a good agreement disclaimer with us yeah and if your sponsor does it a different way that's your business between you and your sponsor yeah. but we are well-seasoned women that have opinions and this is our damn podcast <laughs> so if you don't like it turn it off <laughs> that is empowering <laughs> oh it's like every day when people say shit to me I can now tell myself, wow, that has absolutely nothing to do with me and who I am. Mm -hmm. That is who they are. And yeah. I can turn them off. And just don't, I just, ding, that's right. I just God is going, amen, sister. <laughs> I just don't listen. Uh, so, do you, did you want to talk more about the amends process? Or, like, I'm kinda, good. You kind of did it there, I guess. I'm just thinking we still have more time. Do you have anything else to say about amends? <sighs> amends my amends I think I've already talked about this in a podcast but my did I talk about my sister and like how I was angry after I did it because I expected to sprout wings and be enlightened I don't remember I didn't feel it oh so I made the amends yeah and my sister was like shocked right. like she had no idea this is coming Mm -hmm. And I always heard, I always heard these stories about like, once you make your amends, like it just was held as the most incredible thing you've ever done. And when I got off, I didn't feel anything. Like I felt, <laughs> I felt like better? I did the right thing. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, good, but I expected to be like high on the mountaintop, right? Like sitting up there with the Gandhi. Yeah. And exactly. the Dalai Lama. Buddha. And then when she called me the next day and told me what it meant to her, I all of a sudden got it. Because that night I called my sponsor and I'm like, I don't, what's the big deal about step nine? And she was like, uh, it's kind of not about you. <laughs> and the next day when my sister called and told me what it done for her, I all of a sudden understood it's not about me. That is a gift of service to someone else to tell them, I'm sorry. 
and I was shitty and I did this to you and it was never about you and uh, have I missed anything and what can I do to make it right? Can I read to you an amends I made this past yes, year? Yes, please do. So this is an amends um, 20 years in the making and I've long since lost touch with this person but I knew how to find her. Okay. So I won't say her name. Okay. Um, and I wrote. And so I wrote this because I felt I owed it to her. And I wanted her to know that I finally understood what my part was. And I was owning my behavior. And I did not do it thinking that she would forgive me or that there'd be some reconnection. I wasn't seeking anything other than to give her what I felt was due. Which was... Um, me to seriously own up to my past behavior and mistakes because mm -hmm. I thought about things that have hurt me over time and we do carry them we can carry those things for a long time so if on the off chance that sometimes this might come up for her I wanted her to know that I owned it and that I felt bad for it and I hope she was better now so I said um I contacted you for several because for several years I have wanted to make a formal amends for my behavior in the past I was thrilled to learn from an old friend uh, how great your current life is, and how you deserve it all. Um, since you have not reached out by phone, I will say what I have to say here, and I will let it rest. Because I think I first contacted her and gave her my number, because I had wanted to do it verbally. Yeah. But that didn't happen, so that's okay. So then I sent this letter. In doing a lot of work in recovery for addictions over the past 10 years, I have dug deep into my past and done a searching and fearless moral inventory of my behavior. Your name was one of many on my list. I have no way of knowing if you carried any hurt or regret from our time spent together, but wanted to offer you the deepest of apologies for how I treated you. When we met, my alcoholism was peaking and I had no moral compass. I had no idea how to form healthy relationships or what love truly meant, which I'm sure as you sit reading this, you are saying, no shit, Sherlock. Mm -hmm. How can I possibly say sorry for my behavior? Does that even begin to set right the wrongs I committed? Probably not, but my hope is it gives you even more peace than I hope you already have. I was insecure, full of fear, lonely, and self-centered. I was incapable of taking responsibility for my actions. I was untrustworthy and acted recklessly with your heart, both as a friend and as a lover. Know that I look back on our time together and feel deep remorse for how I treated you. You deserved better, and for that, I am sorry. I wish for you the best life possible, one filled with peace and unconditional love. So I'm just chills. That's so beautiful. That's and I, really beautiful thanks. and powerful. And I, you know, and I still sometimes think, am I doing it right? You know, doing what right? Like making an amends. Is this? That's all kinds of right to me. That sounds good. <laughs> okay, thank you. Good yeah, to check in. that was really good. We're going to get some more tea after this because I need more tea. And um, I was quite surprised when I got a response. You did? I did. And we haven't talked since. Like, it's not like we struck up some sort of friendship, but yeah. it just felt like an amazing gift from God because I didn't mm. expect a response and then I got one and I think we talked about this once before in a podcast where um you you make an amends for something and then someone tells you a few extra things <laughs> <laughs> so I had that moment here okay but it was great good um she said thank you it was a long time ago but yes you embarrassed me mm. and you hurt me pretty deeply back then mm. That being said, I appreciate your words and accept your apology and harbor no hard feelings or ill will towards you. I respect your reaching out to make amends and I hope the same for you, that you have peace, love and happiness in your life. We all make mistakes. It's how we deal with them and change for the better that matters in the end. Maybe one day we'll chat. 
How take care. How amazing is that? And I actually cried after that. I'm almost crying right now. Yeah. Because it, it felt like um, I was being released from oh, something. So good. And I felt like I had finally released her from something too. Yeah. Because, you know, I really did look back and say when I was, when I was sober and taking responsibility for my actions, I was then able to go back 20 years and go, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. I, I behaved badly more often than I behaved rightly. So yeah. that I often say that the steps are a forward journey backwards. Yeah, forward journey backwards. And then we catch up and then we just go forward. Yeah. And then sometimes we step back and then sometimes we go. It's just that sort of the way it works. Yeah. Nothing's linear in anything, really. So I feel I'm about uh, emotionally 18 years of age. No, you do not. <laughs> At this day. I feel 85. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm a healthy 18. All right. Well, thanks, oh, Julie. So good. Thank you, Lisa. Time for a cup of tea? Time for more tea. And we'll come back and do another podcast. Thanks for checking in to Two Sober Chicks. We're so glad that you're on this journey with us. Mm-hmm. If you have any uh, suggestions for topics or comments, please send us an email at two sober chicks at gmail.com on Facebook at two sober chicks or on SoundCloud two sober chicks. And all of those are the number two. Just to keep it simple. Dos sobrio chiquitas. <laughs> I think it's time for a trip, man. Wouldn't it What's be nice this if, tea? if we could do <laughs> just mint chocolate mint. Wouldn't it be nice if we could do a podcast from like Mexico or well, we did one at Manresa, right? Which is in Pickering. Yeah. So let's just try and take this farther. Yeah. Maybe in the summertime we'll do it up north. And it was damn cold. I'd like to do one where it's, it's nice and cold. warm. But the sound quality was up. It was. Amazing. It must have been, you know, a God-tinged podcast. Totally. Outside was good. We'll yeah. do one again from outside. Okay. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye.